on this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. Because of the, because of the ska. It's off. the ska. The outlaws have opened the vault of the gold tank reserve. Y'all had uh, Stick em up. cleaned out a bunch of the clockwork handlers in this bank and found the bank manager uh, partaking in a... Uh, heavy canoodling. Some heavy canoodling. <laughs> but you you got the, the combination to the vault and one of the keys you needed. Uh, so now you guys are breaking into the vault itself. You've opened up the main vault door and there's a secondary locked door. And inside, there's two clockwork handlers and the loot is in their sights in the center of the chamber is a steel table welded to the ground with an ornate steel chest the size of a burly dwarf on top Ooh! so basically it's a classic payday two bank job uh, you got your, your steel table with the loot on it, and this big old chest, and then deposit boxes. But the clockwork muscle isn't going down without a fight. He like pulls down a javelin his from his arm and then like shoves it into this <laughs> auto cannon thingy. What? He shoots his pants at you. <gasps> it's time to rob this joint. Boo up. Boo up. Boo up. Shutting down. That's robot for fuck you. Now. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday, dear podcast. Happy birthday to us. And no more. No, many more? Maybe some more? Who knows? The future's crazy. But yeah. Yeah. This is going to be released, what did you say, a day before our one year anniversary of our first episode? I believe this will be released uh the same week as our first episode was uh one year ago hell yeah can you guys believe we're a year old yep i can almost drink can can we eat solid food yet uh can you guys believe we've been doing this for a year yes yes yeah me too I, I mean, was going to say, of all people, Derek and Drow should feel this the most. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I feel it so very, very, very intensely. I'm not going to say that it hasn't gone by fast because it has gone by very fast. Yeah. But like, yeah, I definitely believe we've been doing this for a year. It's crazy to think, though, because it does honestly feel just like yesterday. We were sitting... Uh, in our original setup on the other side of this room, recording some Forbidden Lands, introducing Dreamin' and Cahoon and Kali, getting your butts dominated by a scorpion beast. Excuse, we won that fight. Ah, it's good times. It got dominated. Uh, not before it kicked your butt. It pissed right. its pants and died. No, that was... Everything can piss its pants and that die. That was an orc. <laughs> that was very specifically an orc and another orc. <laughs> well, he didn't die. <laughs> he didn't piss his pants either. No, uh, he pissed his pants. Yeah. I thought no. they both pissed his pants. His, his, his pants. weenie was whipped out. 
No, 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 no. no Why do we make are we so the, many parties? That's, that's the first joke. That's the first orc. Oh, my okay. God. Then the castle orc pissed oh, himself no. and died. And the third oh, orc boy. pissed himself but didn't die. Yeah. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, boy. Well, on this note. Uh, that's not a good note. I, Birthday well, pissings. I oh. wanted to ask, you know, we've been doing this for about a year. We've, we've recorded, I think... Uh, and somewhere in the 50s in terms of like numbers of episodes, especially if you include catching up. Mm -hmm. uh, looking back on all the content we've made. All that vast content. Years worth of content. Year worth of content. We have a backlog. What, uh, looking back, has been your favorite bit of content to record or listen to? I hate to sound unoriginal after the mention of it, but um, that Scorpion fight just still lives in a special place in my heart. Does it live in your head rent-free? Yeah. Well, no, uh, because it collects a rent of fear. Uh, because I can yeah. remember the sheer It's an emotional tax. I mm. see. Mood. Mood. I just remember the adrenaline rush after I ran that fight. Like, it, it was such a high. It was one of the most intense combats I think I've ever run as a GM. And it was only, what, six episodes into that season? Yeah. High intensity. Boy, I don't think we've had a fight quite that close on the podcast since then. At least the cockatrice I, was close. That was pretty close. Was the cockatrice actually? I think the bug fight was closer bug than the cockatrice fight. <gasps> fight. The bug fight was definitely scary because you both you got criticaled in. Nug almost died. Yeah, yeah. This, this is in season two. Uh, you got criticaled. <laughs> and, These people hurt. Oh, wait. This is season three. Yeah, shut up. Jeez. Uh, nice, yeah. It, you got critical in both of those fights, but the bug fight was dangerous because of how much armor it had. Yeah. And you couldn't get through to it versus no. you had already wounded the cockatrice by that point. Yeah. So, yeah. Drow, what about you? What do you uh, look back on? What are your favorite bits of content to make or listen to? I I view the Forbidden Lands as the Halcyon days. <laughs> Mood. They were, that was a good time. I knew exactly what we were getting into whenever we had that that first run through of I always know where I am. <laughs> where are we? Mm. Oh, it oh. just iconic. The literal it, opening scene. It spoke volumes. volumes and it stuck. And it, and it happened completely naturally. naturally. Like it some, was not planned. Some, sometimes you may hear editing where people speak all at once or stuff like that wasn't edited. That was just all natural. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, man. It, that back in the day sort of reflected the fact that we are all a very close-knit group of companions. Uh because that was that was us interacting. This was not <laughs> characters as much. Yep. No. Yep. And I do miss that. The uh, characters are just a veneer on top of us. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really funny if I beat somebody up and they piss their pants. <laughs> oh man. Do you think that perhaps our season one characters were like somewhat reflections of ourselves and our and our dynamic as a group. Absolutely and that's why not. I have no idea what Dreamer you're talking is way about. too competent for me to be. And that's maybe why we connected them so <laughs> maybe, much. I think Cahoon is a little bit too feral for me. Do <laughs> you really think that? I think oh, no. we're talking I, to the they chaos team. Sometimes when you get mad, you get feral. <laughs> you get feral. You have fight response. I think the Cahoon was inside you all along and you just learned how to access you it. You just learned how to access Isn't it. Isn't there just a Cahoon inside all of us? No, that's gay. But 
And I'm uncomfortable. Whereas I feel like while Cahoon was you tapping into yourself, uh, Jacob, your season two character, Nug, was just (sighs) you. Kind of. I'm Nug. Yeah. Just you being you, but with a dumb accent on top of it. I I, I, I agree. Oh, yes. I feel like if Cahoon had been a little bit smarter, it would have been a better reflection of me. Maybe. But part of Cahoon's charm was being a 13-year-old boy. Yeah. Now. 13-year-old man. Wolf. Yeah, Wolfkin. Excuse me. (laughs) A full adult, but still 13 years old. Okay. There is nothing but mozzarella sticks and ska going on in his head. A really weird 13-year-old. Drow's interpretation of a 13-year-old. Okay. Back in the day. Interesting. Whenever I was 13. Mozzarella sticks and Burger King. I... Still identified as a girl, and 13-year-old boys were the scariest motherfucking thing that I ever had to interact with. Because oh, of the man. mozzarella sticks and That just things. brings back memories. <laughs> because of the mo- Because of the scar. <laughs> it's all, the scar. It was all because of the mozzarella sticks. Middle school was horrifying. Uh, was Jacob, cool. what about you? What What is your uh, fondest piece of content that we've made or... Uh, both of our parties from our seasons have had very good interactions amongst the group, but just some of the interactions between Dreamin' from the Forbidden Lands and the others, I <laughs> I still look back on fondly. It's, I say like it's such a long time ago. It was it's a been year less ago. Than a, it's been less than a year. I mean, technically Since speaking, we started. But like, I loved. I love the interactions between our people in the Forbidden Lands. It, listen, for any of you out there who like came here for The Witcher yeah. and stayed because you kind of liked how we interacted and played, you really should give Forbidden Lands a listen because the right. interactions there are even better. The, the little marital strife between oh, Dreamin' so and Callie. Where did the line blur between <laughs> marital strife between Kat and Jacob is what I sometimes uh, and then, wonder like, re-listening. The interactions between Dreamin' and the awkwardness slash, slash wholesomeness that is Cahoon is his son and just the little stuff. There is, it's great. Hey, Not Dad. to mention... If I could right now, I'd probably play Forbidden Lands in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, because it's a fun game. Oh, yeah. Uh, like I said, Halcyon Days. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of my favorite thing to make. And I don't know. I got so many different things. Honestly, whenever we had Micah on as a guest. Um, that was right. going to be my guest for you. Yeah. That's, that was a fun one. I that, that had more interaction. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I I crammed and I was up very late at night homebrewing that little side adventure we made and we blended Witcher and Yeehaw. It's what inspired, mm-hmm. you know, jumping to this season. Yeah. Uh, and it was, that was great. But at the same time, I, nothing I don't think will ever give me such sadistic GM delight as whenever I had you guys explore Treetenbergville or maybe not even explore, but whenever I just like introduce the name, introduce the name and drop the cliffhanger, (laughs) the disgust that filled the room. Oh, it filled my soul with glee. Glee? Glee. P. 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 God. Wow. Please, because I might have to go again if you keep talking. You know what, and I just went. 300 world of the let's prompt prompt. Geb. <laughs> before we make more pee no, jokes. No, no, we got a uh, we got we got some some business to take care of. <gasps> oh, and it's not it's pee. pee. Um, 
<laughs> we, we, we need to stop. Uh, no, this we, is the bad de- evolution. There's one aspect mm. of this game, one mechanic that we haven't uh, touched on yet. That's part uh, pretty well baked into it, and we need to we need to talk about it. Seduction rolls. Uh, no, that's the Witcher. That was the Witcher. Uh, hero points. Hero points are part of the game. Hero points let you do certain things, and the game kind of assumes you're getting them handed out at a certain rate. They're very similar to what we've home ruled before with bottle caps. Uh, we've done that in Forbidden Lands, and then the Witcher and other stuff as well. Hero points in this game, basically, you're expected to get one per every like session or like four hours ish of game time and they let you basically re-roll uh a a check uh but you must use the second result so they work a little differently from Mm. bottle caps yeah um and you can also spend all your hero points minimum one to avoid dying you do this whenever your dying condition would increase and you lose the dying condition and go to zero uh hit points and you don't gain the wounded condition from it. So it's pretty cool. Um, it's a good way to kind of, you know, if you roll something bad, you can, you can like, especially if it's really low, like a natural one, spend a hero point and kind of protect yourself. It's literally like, kind of like plot armor. Um, yeah. But like, so I want to be able to use them as part of the system. Uh, and what I'm going to do is every four episodes, so this is the fourth episode of uh, season Ooh. three, every four episodes, uh, we're going to treat as a hero point kind of session, and you get one. Will you still hand them out as rewards if something deserving happens? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, to that point, um, what I'm going to say, and this may be complicated and we may re- renege on it, but I will hand out, uh, uh, you'll get a hero point every uh, four episodes, but the way hero points work is like every time you get like issued one at the start of a session or whatever, you also reset your hero points. So what I'm going to do is have hero points and bottle caps be separate, um, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Hero points are the game mechanic thing. If the adventure path hands out hero points for some sort of encounter or you get your normal session ones, that's your one pool. I think you can have up to three hero points at any given time. Yes. So that'll reset every four episodes, but you'll get one every four episodes, just base. Bottle caps, uh, which I hand out for cool moments and stuff, will work exactly like hero points do, uh, but they'll use our same rule where you have a maximum of two uh, and they don't reset. Does that sound good? You can see the gears in Jacob's head turning right now. Jacob is staring at the ceiling, thinking very intensely. And when do hero points reset again? Uh, Whenever I hand them out, so every four episodes. You take them away and then you give them back. We reset, basically you re-reset and then you get issued a new one. Agree, okay, understood. All good. And then Thumbs bottle caps. use them. Bottle caps will work like they always do. We can have a maximum of two, but they're separate from hero points. But we're not going to do anything complicated. They just function exactly the same. So instead of having them do like uh, roll twice, take the better, or you can impose them on the GM or whatever, they're going to function mechanically exactly like hero points, but they're just going to be a separate pool that doesn't reset, but has a lower cap. So that's that. Uh, just we do a bottle cap thing every season. We did it with The Witcher. We did it with Forbidden Lands. It's part of our home game, uh, inspired by a, a podcast group that we really like. Um, so, yep, we're going to be doing bottle caps again. That's how it's going to be laid out. Uh, is everyone good with these changes to the um, hero point uh, slash bottle cap system? I find the terms acceptable. Delightful. Sure. 
then why don't we uh, jump into our <laughs> when we jump back into our thrilling payday two bank heist with a prompt. Get the body bags. Centuries before the Starstone was raised, the Wizard Kings, Nex and Geb, warred with one another, scarring the land between them into a devastated, unstable magic wasteland. From the glowing ashes of the Mana Wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog, a metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Alkenstar is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a non-stop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. Yeah. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. Are there actual, literal skyscrapers at Alkenstar? Yes. Yeet. Like, really tall? I mean, fairly tall, yeah. Maybe not like modern day, you know, New York City tall, but pretty tall, yeah. Like yeah. steampunk world tall. Cool. Mm-hmm. What was that building in New York that was built with the intention of having like a Zeppelin dock on the top of I it? I have no idea. Is that true? I think that's it. So, when we last left you guys, uh, y'all was robbing a bank. Empire State Building. That's what I thought. I thought it was a well-known one. Oh my goodness. That's, I'm sorry, that's topical because there are Zeppelins in Alkenstar. There are. There are airships. Um, it's They're actually sweet. called dirigibles. Oh. <laughs> Take me on a horse-drawn dirigible there, sir. I am so glad I didn't try to do that <laughs> voice. <laughs> so, you know how you can just see in, in some westerns uh, the boots hanging up in the corner of a shot and you know that somebody has been hanged? Uh-huh. It's just that, but it's horseshoes. <laughs> They're swinging, swinging Swingling. wildly. <laughs> because of the wind up there. Distressed. Dang, oh, swinging on horseshoes. Distressed horse Well, noises. it looks like we got one less horsepower on this dirigible. <laughs> My horse chaos drawn, gremlin friends. A horse-drawn dirigible. It's just a horse got a drafting table <laughs> with like a marker. <laughs> Just scribbles. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, all right, this so is the fifteenth time that you've drawn carrots, <laughs> Buttercup. We can't keep paying you for this. When we last left our horse-drawn dirigibles, uh, y'all was robbing a bank. Uh, y'all had uh, stick them up, cleaned out a bunch of the clockwork handlers in this bank, and were had found the bank manager uh, partaking in a uh, heavy canoodling. Some heavy canoodling. <laughs> in a in a menage a trois minus one. Uh, you had taken the opportunity to uh, squeeze the uh, vault combination and some keys out of this bank manager. Uh, we didn't squeeze. I we, just threatened her lover. Uh, I don't know. I said I was going to flay her alive. You know. I called that a Usual Alonzo did stab the bank manager. Threatened to squeeze okay, their main but the squeeze. bank manager shot Alonzo first. For a whole fucking lot, mind you. Yeah, yeah I got wounded. Wounded. She got blood DM. on Alonzo's nice shirt. Calm What's nice he going to tell his shirt. wife? Calm down there, Han Solo. Um, Scruffy looking. Scruffy looking nerf herder. <laughs> no, uh, but you you got the the combination to the vault and one of the keys you needed. Uh, so now you guys are breaking into the vault itself. You've opened up the main vault door and there's a secondary locked door. And inside there's two clockwork handlers. 
And that's where we left you guys. So why don't we uh, roll for initiative? Head on over to Foundry and roll for some and bark, bark, bark initiative. I'm keeping detailed notes because I'm actually playing a oh. character for whom I will need this. I did note that I already readied up my hand crossbow for a surprise shot, if possible. That's right. You were stealthing. Yes. Wait. Mm-hmm. I was attempting to be stealthy and set up a crossbow shot. Trying to be Wink. stealthy. All right, Just so saying. you guys try to be stealthy. placed where you uh, intend to be on the map? No. I will be. I'd be there. How, how, bi- how many squares big will this doorway be? Ten feet. Where? Which ten feet? I'll be there. Uh... Can you not see the vault door? I see the door, but it looks like it's three squares. Uh, it probably takes up an odd amount of squares on the map, but it's good. let's call it ten feet. All right, then I would like to be stent. Yeah, I'm good there. Okay. Unless we open I'm it and find out that doorway doesn't match up. But I'm we'll- imagining I'm right on top of the door because I'm the one opening, opening it, it, trying to open it quietly. Right. I have a my gun drawn and loaded. Uh, okay, then um, you've opened this door. They've, uh, I'm going to guess, seen some of you. Um, and don't forget, we barricaded that manager in. I, yeah, understood. Uh, so, She's can you guys see into hurt. the vault? Uh, nope. Yes. Ah, there we go. Slide there we go. Uh, me- okay. So, um, oh, I'll let you if, you, if you want to make a stealth check for initiative, Alonzo, I, I guess I can let you. But, like, you're kind of in the open ah, is the only thing. If you want to be technical about it, he could have unlocked it and we'll have and backed away. me open the door. Or we could have tied a rope to it. Uh, if that's going to be the case, then place yourselves accordingly for that. Okay, so then right. I will get... Swap. Okay. Back <laughs> Oh, I see. There we go. Okay, so then let's go ahead and do some initiative rolls. Oh, boy, rolling a new die. Okay, that's not bad. So you're allowing me to roll stealth? Yeah, you can roll stealth if you're not going to be the one who opens the door. Okay. Uh, Hey, DM, real quick. From your, uh, from as far as you can tell, have we been inside this bank for an hour? Uh, not yet. I've been keeping close track of time, and you've been in here about like 45-ish minutes. Good. Uh, okay, so what did you get for initiative, you guys? 18. Psych here? 11. Oh. Jester Williams. 18. 18? I have two decks. I'm sure Alonzo has more than I do. Yeah. <laughs> Four. Bark. Meow. Wait, is this decks or would we be using wisdom? Wisdom. Or do we just decide? You can just decide. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors. You can go first. No, rock, paper, scissors. I will. I am letting What's your wisdom? Cat go first. Rock, paper, scissors. Her wisdom's plus one. Mine too. You go first. Rock, paper, scissors, please. Oh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I beat Jacob. I feel like I should have won. Because your hand can only make one real good motion. (laughs) You didn't change it at all. That's because I intended to do rock. Okay. You did scissors. I did rock. You just don't want to lose. I told you you could go first. I'm doing this. I let you go first. I don't want to fight. I shoot my crossbow. (laughs) Don't do that yet. It's not your turn yet. Do you says so? Uh, okay. The robots might go first. The ro- it was old man McGucket. 
old what man Nagaket would be the character who would make a great inventor. I'm sorry, but we talked about this. <laughs> this will be cut out. Worst it's fine. possible timing. I I I remembered because robots. Yeah, robots. Every episode we've done this podcast so far in season three, I've had old man McGucket in the back of my mind because robots. Are you saying old man McGucket lives in the back of your mind rent free? All the time. Yeah, he's homeless. <laughs> he's homeless. <laughs> Oh man, poor uh, old man, the gucket. Oof. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of the robots. Oh, okay. Now we're back into it. Uh, the robots are in fact going to go first, or at least Dang one of them is. Do it. And he's going to be like, "Wop, dag, nabbit, wop, wop, flutin." Actually, he can't get through the <laughs> he door. He can't get in. He has to shoot a spear. So he's going to spin one action to move towards the door, uh, and then he's going to shoot his spear at you. He like pulls down a javelin from his arm and then like shoves it into this auto cannon thingy. What? And points it at you. Sorry. Do you have something to say, Drow? Uh, they said pants. Pants. He shoots his pants at you for. Wait. At who? You. Okay, that's what I thought. Because you're right in the middle of the way. That's what I thought. Uh, that's going to be a 24. Jeez, yeah. Christ. Not a critical, but not far from it. Natty 19. Oh, okay. Thank goodness. So that's going to be a total of uh, minimum damage, oh, five points God. of piercing damage. That's not great. But he, it yeah. says thrown, but also, I imagine him more just like shooting I, I, it at you. I think that we're still bound. So that what? would be uh, the lifelink. I thought you did that with Alonzo. Oh, no, you did that with Alonzo. Oh, that was with Alonzo? Okay. Yeah. Never mind then. Uh, okay, so he does that. Ow. He gonna do it again. What? Does he have to reload? Aha. Aha. Yes. Aha. Uh, or at least I'm gonna rule it as yes, because these things look more, more like they shoot them than just chuck them. Uh, uh that's what I'm gonna rule for now. machines were a mistake. He would have yes. to draw. Don't though, tell Psych here. Technology was a mistake. Um, <laughs> Don't worry, child. I forgive you. That is not convincing. Uh, Alonzo, <laughs> it is your convincing. turn. <laughs> I'm going to shoot my crossbow, which I have already readied and taken out, okay. at the one that just hit my buddy. It depends on what sure, go for is it. trying to convince you of. <laughs> that we're forgiven? <laughs> that is a 21 to hit. 21. I think that's going to hit. Um, I'm looking at cover. I think, so this doesn't change what just happened, but I think I'm going to have, as long as the bars are in place, lesser cover for both sides. 21 will still hit, though, so go ahead and roll your damage. Okay. And you get your sneak attack. Um, I just looked that up. If you want to do sneak attack damage, you need to hit one that hasn't gone yet. Yeah, I don't know. That one's gone. We could yeah. very easily have it to where you moved and shot the other one. Well, you were still hidden, though. Yeah, I'm still hidden. I mean, I'm willing to move if that's what we need it to be. Well, uh, if you look at it this way, uh, the way it works, like, in combat-wise, rolled stealth versus rolled perception, because its perception was higher, it saw Alonzo. Um, whereas the other one hasn't because it hasn't gone yet. Well, it's then I'll just move first. Described. Yeah, I guess you're right. I was I was using the stealth. Um, I was comparing the stealth to the uh, perception DC, but I guess you made you make sense because they did. They literally did roll perception. The rule specifically says they're flat-footed if they if uh, Alonzo has rolled stealth or deception and it hasn't gone yet. 
Yeah. If we want to be technical. Well, then I will use one of my three actions to move so that I can see the one that hasn't gone. Then I will shoot 21 to hit. Uh, yeah. So just, yeah, go ahead. We'll just apply it to the other one. I got a two and a three. That is five damage. Five damage. Mm. Now they will resist some of that. Two of it. And... <laughs> we know. <laughs> we know. I am going we know. to reload as uh, my third action. Sweet. That's your turn. Chester Williams. Uh, Chester's Chester going to be like, ow, that hurt. It's uh, got like a javelin sticking out of your shoulder, like oh. Ark Survival Evolved style. <laughs> yes, ow, that uh, hurt. He's going <laughs> to use the math in his head and use his despicable deception Me? devastating devise. devise a stratagem ah. holy shit despicable devastating devise a stratagem triple ds that is a natural 20 so he is going to use his flintlock musket which he has drawn and he is going to shoot the one that Alonzo has already hit um, and that is because this musket has, um, it's not deadly, it's, uh, fatal. fatal. My dice gets upgraded to a D10 and my musket deals an additional one D10 of damage. Wow. And because I did devise a stratagem, I get, you know, a D6 on top of that. So roll your damage and then double it. That's right. So does the devise a stratagem get doubled on critical? Yes. It's like a sneak attack. Sweet. So a D10 and the sneak attack. So double, that is um, four and a two. That's six doubled to be 12. Okay. And, and then, then you add an your... additional D10. Right. A seven. Um, what did I 19 say? 19 damage. 12. 19 damage. Yeah, so 19 total minus two. He has 13 hit points left. <laughs> uh, you, If you want to describe it, go for it, but I just... Uh, he just, like, leans before it moves and just pops him through his little, you know, lit up thing. Yeah, it's like shooting the watchers in Horizon yeah, in no, their little face. No wasted efforts. And then he reloads. No, he's gonna step back. Not reload? Not reload. Sweet. Uh, Alright, that's your turn. Uh, it is now Psykir's turn. One uh, clockwork handler down, one left to go. So the one that is uh, like ten feet from the door, right? That's that's the still available one. Yes. Psykir is going to step up, and then oh, they no. are going to scream at it. Uh oh. I just uh. you walked up and I was like, uh oh, that looks a lot like a cone. Ah. Uh. Uh, okay, so I need to make a fortitude save. Oh. Uh. Yes. All right. DC seventeen. Have a good fortitude save. Do you scream at it that it's forgiven? I made the fortitude save. Uh, no, it's not But I forgiven. didn't critically succeed, so I take half damage, right? You take right? half, yeah, so yeah. that'd be two. Two points of damage, and I do take that because it is not physical. Gasp. All right. I think that's the first time that guy's been hit. Um, okay, so it's time to go around, and then top of the order in round two is going to be this guy. Uh, and he just got screamed at. <laughs> He's not a fan. Uh, he's going to block you on Twitter. I mean, he's going to shoot a javelin at you. Uh, I think I'd prefer the javelin. <laughs> <laughs> I did more damage to it. No, you have, you hit the other one. You hit the oh, other one. Oh, okay. Oh, natural seven for a 12? Nope. 
I'm oh, gonna reload and do it again. What oh. is the problem? Cat got your tongue? Oh, he got a critical. He got critical. <laughs> it, this shoots, next one. it shoots past you, flies right over Chester Williams, hits huh. his hat, pins it to the wall. No! My <laughs> hat! <laughs> Ooh, Natty 12, but that's gonna be. Oh, just 12. Because oh. multiple attack penalty. That's a miss. Uh, and I can't really do anything because that stupid I'm going door is to closed. Fuck your mechanical mother. Uh, it uh, looks at you, it points his finger, says, Boop. Alonzo. noises. Alonzo. I'm a fan of this. And he shoots. Yeah, kill yeah, him. Yeah, kill it. Fourteen. That was not a good roll. Natty seven. Uh, that's not gonna do it. Didn't uh, think so. First Ugh. actions that. Reload for second action, um, and third action I'm going to shoot again. All right. Adam. That's only my second um, attack penalty, right? Yeah, minus five. Or yeah, second second attack thing. Blop. Nope. Blop. Thirteen. All right. <laughs> All right. Just the robot appearing. It's like you know what grinds my gears. It's just like the automaton with no mouth. <laughs> And then it shows a picture of Psyche here on the TV. Quick question no, to the DM. I'm grinding your mother's gears. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> Sweating. <laughs> Go ahead. Is this... Do I get the assumption through this that I can only do ranged attacks? Uh, yeah. Unless you open up the door. <laughs> okay, just curious. <laughs> the hate. <laughs> Is it my turn, DM? It is your turn. Oh my god. I'm going to roll devise a stratagem. Um <sighs> Hey! Hey! Uh, uh, is that a natural one? Uh, it's a 15 on the die. Oh. Uh, so uh Chester is going to reload his musket. He's gonna do that like no, it's a musket, so I can't I can't do fancy flip reload. He's a little poor. <laughs> and then uh, he pulls it up and he shoots over uh, Sykir's like between the, yeah. the shoulder. I will say because no, Sykir no, no, is no, also no. in the way right of the door. Right between the tall ears. Ah. You're going to have um, I know. standard cover instead of lesser. It'll be a total of 22. Oh, yeah, it still hits. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead and roll Good. your damage. Uh, that's a wrong. That, that's the right. And I'll get my additional D6 because of Devise a Stratagem. That's going to be a 9 and a 5 for a total of 14. 14 points of damage. It's a total of a 12. Uh, all right. It's still up. Not by much. If I had been able to hit it, it would have been down. Say, uh, speaking of Psyche here, uh, you've just had a bullet go through, uh, not through, but between your ears. It went directly through my skull. I am dead. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> GG. What do you want to do? You defeated the bad guy. I'm going to yell at it again. Okay. Uh, uh, I also love the mental image because you said... We can't hear this. So it's just an open mouth hiss, but no sound. The bullet flies over your head, and in fear, you scream, and it hits him and kills him. What's your DC? 17. All right, I got another uh, success with a 20 total. Huh? Dirty 20. Mm -hmm. uh, so half damage for me, please. Two. Oh, two. Clean your dice, man. Oh, would you look at that? It's dead. And two hit points yeah. left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just you look at it, you go, oh. And it just breaks and dies. <laughs> Instead of you being the one that fades out, it fades out. Uh, uh, <laughs> it lifts a finger and points at you. You open your mouth and it goes, uh. 
Boo up. Boo up. Boo up. Shutting down. That's robot for fuck you. Now, the door. Is there another lock or can we just open it? We have there the is a key lock, for that but lock. But you do have the key for it. We have uh, the key for all the locks I'm that should be it. opening this. We need to be moving. We've been here. While you open it, you've taken damage, right? No, I took no, damage. No, you took damage, not me. Could I treat wounds on myself? Yeah. Uh, I, think I think you've think already so. done it in this hour, though. Uh, you entered the bank like right around yeah. midnight. And You're it's right. not 1 a.m. yet. And I think you did that after your first fight. You're right. So <sighs> it ain't time for that yet. Psyche here turns around to face uh, Chester and says, I cannot hear. <laughs> That's all right. You what? You get your, you get your, you get your hands back soon. <laughs> Can it's y'all, all right. Can y'all please what? shut up? <laughs> <laughs> Louder than the sirens of the gunshot ever was. Uh, all right. So I'll open this, uh, this little door for you. I open it up. <laughs> Uh, okay, so let me uh, describe what you see. Alonso's here. just angry that the loud gun did more than his crossbow. What? 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 <laughs> well, excuse me for having a damaging what? weapon that's loud. Excuse me. You know what deals more damage than my gun? A cannon. You know what's louder than my gun? A cannon. What? Exactly. <laughs> this chamber is <laughs> lined with steel. On the ceiling and floor, steel cabinets line the walls with each each with two locks. In the center of the chamber is a steel table welded to the ground with an ornate steel chest the size of a burly dwarf on top. Ooh. A single outlet to the north has two doors, which is what you're coming in through. An inner door with iron bars and a massive outer door made of solid steel. So basically, it's a classic payday two bank job. Uh, you got your, your steel table with the loot on it, this big old chest that we described going off air last time, and then deposit boxes. I have... Was there... A suggestion. Yeah? What? <laughs> so do those, we... Those, the, those robots were on a predetermined path. It would make sense that there would be a pressure plate or something in here. Would you check that out for me? Alfonso. Alonso. What? <laughs> I, I, uh, it's not to ruin the roleplay, but when it comes to seeking traps or secrets, I do have a plus eight. What? Well, we can't all have great skill checks, can we? I drank a potion. <laughs> <laughs> what would it be to see the trap? Perception. Perception. Alonzo just kind of grits his teeth and shakes, his, you know, nods his head toward, um, toward Chester to check. I drank a potion. Let me uh, let me have a hand at this. Uh, what? You stop that. You can hear just fine. I'd yeah. say natural two on the die for a nine perception or oh, ten for secrets. Mr. Secret Hunter over here with his pretty fancy potion. I'm you find throw up. nothing. Alonzo's like, I could have done better. You don't know that. What? It looked like I was perfectly competent <laughs> unless you're metagaming. <laughs> I, uh, it's fine, you guys. After you, Alonzo. Bitch. Alonzo heads forward. <laughs> what reason does he have to not trust it? <laughs> you are about to get shunted out of the bed just, tonight, my dude. <laughs> you just see like 500 spears. Have you just seen that dumb clip of the guy getting shot with arrows and just yes. like 100 of arrows? Of, 
Alonzo just walks in. It's just javelins. <laughs> it's like it's like being shot with the MythBusters Mona Lisa paint gun setup. Yeah. Just all at oh once. Oh my god! <laughs> the the chest flips over. It was a trap, and just a cannon a pops out. <laughs> oh man, having a mimic in your bank vault would actually be pretty intelligent. That'd be pretty. That'd be pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. I'm afraid. I go now. in. Oh. oh, I reload my gun. Nothing happens when you go in. Okay, let's go. <laughs> Good. Uh, Christ yeah. on a cracker. <laughs> so. Yeah, you see this chest. Uh, it's ornate. Um, ornate. It's got a combination lock on it. And then, yeah, there are these basically deposit boxes around. Um, and unfortunately, you managed to do it without the thermal drill on this level. But you didn't. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> no, one, no one packed the saw. So I don't know if you want to deal with all these deposit boxes. God, a broke dick piece of shit drill. The oh, question huh. is, can we fit song. this dwarf-sized... Can we fit it in our bag? We can open the bag and put what's inside the chest yeah. in our bag. I mean, I can unlock the box. I, I will say, asking. no, you can you can estimate because you've used the bag already to stuff uh, broken robot arms into. It would take some doing, as in might require some checks, but you can definitely get the the chest in the bag. What's in the chest? What's in the box? Gotta open it up and find out. Well, I mean, I can start trying to open it if it's going to be work. It's 50 arrows all at once. Do you, like, grab the chest at all? Now you're making me nervous to grab the chest. I would rather open it on the table. Yeah. Okay. This shit is welded. Because that would be natural. So if you want to try, you can try to crack (laughs) open the safe or the, the combination lock on the chest. Um, but yeah, you just know whenever you start touching it and interacting with the lock, this thing's real heavy. There's like no yeah. way you're going to be able to carry the whole chest out without putting it in the bag. Couldn't we just like put the bag on over the chest and then shove it? It's like <laughs> the only part of the bag will fit if you like go over the end. And uh. So you're going to have to manipulate the chest to do that. And what I'm saying is the chest is ludicrously heavy, and that would require some checks. I want to try and open one of the safety deposit boxes, just call us. Uh, okay. Well, um, I'll be working on the combination lock on the chest. Sure. And that wouldn't be a thieves tools thing since it's a combination lock, right? Uh, it would. I mean, if you're doing a thievery check to unlock something, it probably would be. So you're going to do the, the you're doing the chest, right? I just there, Alonzo? Yeah, I'm doing the chest. I don't have thieves tools, so I can't do it. I can't do like something while Alonzo does the chest. So forget that. So you can tell, um, yeah, uh, you're, it's going to take a thievery check uh, and it's going to be a spicy one. Um, I have a question. Yes. I did a perception on the door to see if there are any pressure plates. Could I do a perception check on the chest? Uh, sure. Traps or secrets, 17. 17? Uh, yeah, the, the the chest is l- tightly locked up, but there's no traps that you can detect. Burrs, mm-hmm. I can tell. I don't see no pressure plates or traps on this thing. You are the expert in these things. I mean, what? <laughs> ah. <laughs> you can hear me. You stop that. Uh, oh, Alonzo. You're half machine. What's your uh, thief-free check on this I chest? I rolled a flippin' nat one. Oh. So that was a nine. Uh, well, natural one. Uh, yeah, I probably just break everything. Let's go home. <laughs> a natural one, uh, in addition to just, you critically failed the check uh, regardless, but natural one will definitely seal that deal. Uh, that means your thievery tools break, <gasps> I think. But if oh, I remember no. right. I've got the extras from yeah, the you, locker room. Yeah, you got yeah. replacements. Yeah. This thing's locked up tight. 
and you would need either like a lot of time with it that you probably don't have like mm-hmm. you know a day or so with it to bust it open or someone who's much better at this to take a look at it and you're pretty good with it so uh yeah it's a high dc um, and then Chester, you said you were going to look through the deposit boxes. Uh, if I can borrow uh, Alonzo's lockpick set, yes. Could it's I the just last scream ones at them I've to got. make them explode? The locks? Yes. No, not not mechanically. They don't have a listed hardness. Uh, you'd be damaging the stuff. And there's also like a lot of deposit boxes. So. And it's just, a cone. It don't work like that. Don't. <laughs> I mean, I suppose you could borrow my thieves' tools. I just, um... I'm gonna go knock on the door and ask if there are keys to these things anywhere. That's a good idea. So, uh, maybe while you're doing that, we should try to devise a way to get the bag around this super heavy chest, because I can't... Alonzo looks to, um, Uh, Chester's, I can't open it. What I'll say is, um... And we don't, you don't have to go interact with them necessarily if you don't want to. There's two keys on each of the deposit boxes. One from the bank and one from the person who has the box. Right. So it would be, you can try to break into it. It probably wouldn't be too hard, but there's a lot of deposit boxes. And like, you've been here for 45 minutes already. I want to open one. Uh, okay. That one. Make me a thievery check. I, right, pro- I promise I won't break your lock picks. Does the lock on the chest have a hardness? That's a 14. 14 total? Yeah. Why are you rolling? What's you rolling for? Uh, you get lucky. <gasps> you find... Uh, these These are pretty easy to force open. Uh, it still takes time, uh-huh. and there's a lot of them. But on yours, you find two silver pieces. Hot dog! <laughs> you got lucky! He pockets the silver pieces. <laughs> Do you have acid or something that you could mix together? Uh, not till about level two. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's all right. Uh, so, yeah, you, I'm going to say in, over the course of five minutes, you're able to force open one of these deposit boxes, and Alonzo, you realize that you're not going to be able to crack this thing. Mm-hmm. Um we're going on 50 minutes now. Uh, what do you guys want to do? I We're going to lift. Uh, it'll be a uh, chest. Well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to lift one side of this chest. You're going to put the bag underneath it, kind of like you're trying to put the edge of a bag underneath something real heavy, like this chest. And then we're going to pull the bag up over the edge, and we're going to shove the chest inside said bag, and we're going to get it that way. All righty. Why don't you all make me athletics checks? I was say, are we strong enough to do this? Oh, ye of all ten strength. I know, right? <laughs> you get that right, boy. What is my athletics? I added to athletics. athletics. I, I technically. Oh, I didn't do too bad. 18. 18? 17. All right. Yeah, between all of you, you are able. It takes, it takes pretty much all of you to heave that thing in and it's just really weird because you're like wrapping it around the bag of holding or wrapping the bag of holding around it and it's just you know heave heave Chester's and just, on the table both both legs over the chest uh-huh. just trying to you almost pull something and you just heave it and it, you know it feels like it should come crashing down to the floor but just into the pocket dimension like a, this bag's pretty cool like a, a feather 
like a feather. Alonzo's still a little salty that he couldn't undo the lock. He's uh, a little sulky. You calm down. It's a tough lock. We're in a bank. The fact that we could stealth into a bank and we're us with our level of competency is amazing. <laughs> Let us leave now. Let's get out of here. Uh, mutter, all right. Mutter, mutter. I'm going to knock on the door and say, hey, we're leaving. Hey, uh, DM, I have a question. Uh-huh. The way you described the room almost sounded like you were describing it as though we had found another entrance inside that room. You know, now that we're past getting into the bank vault, was there, like, more than one way to get in there? The bank vault? Yeah. No, it's okay. just a weird way of describing okay. it. Okay. I mean, like, yes, there is an exit to the north, but that's also the way you're coming in <laughs> because it's a vault. So... It's a vault, not a hallway. As mm-hmm. far as we know... It's a vault. There's group, a pit boy on the ground. All right, group huddle. Uh, one echoes of dreaming. If we forgetting anything here, we got the bank. We opened a box. That's nice. We got the chest. Is there any piles of money laying around? Uh, Anything like that? No, and yeah, with the boxes, like, given the amount of time it took you to open one, um, it would be hours going through all of it. Um, you already know you've made a lot of noise tonight. Um, and this is a quiet part of town, but the law could be down on you at any minute. I I have one request before we leave. If there are any contracts dealing with, um, and I'm going to drop out a character voice. If there are any (laughs) contracts dealing with, like, absurd amounts of, um, interest that is not in favor of the person. debt. Yeah. Oh! Set fire to the bank! (laughs) Uh... Burn the bank! Burn, burn the, the bank! Burn, burn the bank! Burn the bank! A little bit less than the bank because there are some innocents in here. Uh, Innocent's a strong word. But I was thinking, you know, they're just paper. Let's just fucking shove them into the bag. Uh, I mean, there's not, like, documents for that stuff in here. Dang it. And not out by the tellers or anything? I mean, the tellers aren't going to have that kind of information. If anything, um, it'd probably be in the manager's office. Yeah, or in deposit boxes. Yeah, it's probably in deposit box. Oh, yeah. I'm a little bit sad that we don't have time to get through those deposit boxes. I mean, I don't know. Did you take her ledger? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah. So you would have seen stuff like that there. Hey. Um, Maybe there's a few papers, but I mean, papers lot, read much, time little. Yeah, we just throw the papers in the bag. Okay. All right. So are we leaving through the front or the back? The back. The back. Okay. The All back. Right. The back. The back is on fire. Not yet. Not and yet. One, and one thing to 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 note, uh, I think we covered this whenever you started this yeah. heist, but you did all put on your uh, yes, hats. hats of... Oh, yes. Bandanas. We don't look like ourselves. I thought so. I know yeah, we I talked about it. I look like a it. naked sphinx cat. Nice. I look um, like Grimace. That's uh, right. We did talk about this. Oh, I, I don't forgot. know what I look like. Grimace. It looks like I said. It looks, it looks like, like you, but with a bandana. But with a bandana on, because no one would. That, it's like that Superman. was a joke at the time. It's a joke now. It's like Superman <laughs> with the glasses. Chester Williams, who are you? It's like Perry the Pirate. Uh, what is the the uh, uh, home on the range? What'd you do with <laughs> Uncle Slim? <laughs> What'd you do with Chester? What did you do with Chester? Oh, that's an idea for the next dumb character I play. That's an idea for the next dumb character I play. Ah, yes. To put on, make one disguise check. Who are you? You are so goddamn lucky that I did not end up going with my bard. Oh, no. Uh, Because uh, 
I think you know exactly what I'm thinking now. <laughs> yeah. Let's get out of here before the cops show up. Get. Uh, okay. We don't want the sheriff to come down on us. So we need to get. Let's move. Watch you move yourselves to the uh, back alley. I think you'll have to go through the doors. Well, you move us to the back alley. All right, I can do it if you want me to. That would actually be much easier. Psych here, running around as fast as they can. Running around at the speed of Wait, sound. if Psych is going at full speed, do they stay bipedal or do they go on all fours? They do, but they do go ah, while they run. <laughs> all right, so as you guys are leaving into the back alley, you got your loot in tow. Uh, you got it's in the a bag, not in the tow. Oh, you got it over your shoulder, like Santa style, with your <laughs> bandanas on. Um, it's shoved down my pants. This dingy cobblestone alley displays only traces of the once affluent nature of this neighborhood. The smell of refuse permeates the air. A weed-strewn Shit. yard behind weed. the bank is enclosed by a chicken wire fence with razor-sharp coils of wire woven through the top. Hold, hold on. Didn't we come through this area? Yeah. Okay. A small footpath to the north leads to the door's backside. I'm just setting the scene again. Uh, a path to the south leads to a junkyard while the alley continues east and west. Um, so you know to go towards the south, right? It's like a block or two away to the junkyard that um, Phoebe Dunsmith told you about. Yeah. Uh, but re- literally, like right as you're starting to leave, you, you hear like on the cobblestone, uh, paths and sidewalks of the city this like sounds like someone running sprinting at breakneck speed then let us sprint at breakneck speed away let's get out of here uh, and as Time you're going you just hear over in the distance yes deputy right away uh oh and you hear like more shouting and uh, indistinct noise don't you, do that. you gotta book it yeah, yeah, let's, let's run. run. Let's get. Let's get. I thought you were about to cliffhanger us. Let's get. Get. <laughs> let's get. Ow. Uh, okay. G I T. Get. Get. It appears as though they have R U N N O F T. Run off. Horrible, mean person. I was about to run off. <laughs> I was about to make that joke. Then be faster. Points to uh. self. I'm the one who run off. I'm the one who run off. <laughs> Apparently, I am. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we get we yes, book we it. run. We get we get out of dodge. All right, so you quick. book it. Have the same hit as Bark does. No, meow. <sighs> I'm so sad. Bark was peak already. Meowdy. Meow. Meowdy. Are you in, in OFT? We need to get like a sound bite, which is just a mechanical like meow. Meow. Uh, meow. Like, meow. Like, meow, brother. Like meow, as as if Optimus Prime said it. Meow. meow. <laughs> So we run. (laughs) You run. Uh, You run and you start making your way uh, through the back alley. Uh, You have to go like a block or two. Um, And as you're running, you you hear the footsteps getting close. It's not just like behind you. It also feels like coming in from different sides as well. Like there's a lot of there's there's a lot of people Uh, at least like a half dozen, maybe more. You can't really tell. There's yelling like they are on to you guys. Um, you get the idea that like they've been booking it here, but like you're in this section off quarter of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's taken them a hot minute to get here, but they've been making all haste after you. However, did they find out we were here? Boo. <laughs> Boo. Uh, Boo. Boo. Uh, 
and you you have to like weave through these back alleys to make your way to this scrapyard. You see it like down the the, the alleyway. Um, so you know maybe it's a quarter mile of weaving in and out, uh, and you get there and like the block of different pe- tightly packed buildings end. Uh huh. You have a comment there, Jacob? I was just imagining Chester running, one hand pumping at his side, the other one holding his hat on his head. <laughs> I was imagining a Scooby-Doo Western-esque chase scene. <laughs> uh, and you get in, 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 like, the the alley dumps into a wider street that kind of uh, runs along this massive scrapyard. Like, it's not just, like, a small lot of scrap. Uh, it's a whole yard of it. Indeed. It's like a couple acres. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. Can I take away bottle caps? No, um, no, Are but, you kidding me? You're the DM. That, that deserved one. It, it's like a couple acres of scrapyard in the middle of this uh, urbanish area. And that's where we're there's, supposed to head to, right? Yeah, there's just like piles of rusty scrap metal. There's this huge tower looking thing next to kind of an opening entrance. It's rickety. Um, Let me describe it for you here. Um, Also, as you um, run up, you see there's a a sign that's like fallen off and on the ground. It it says uh, the Smith Song Scrapyard, but it's like super rusty and faded uh, and you just you see this this it's it's almost intimidating with like some weird bits of glowing light coming from behind the, some of the scrap metal uh. and you swear that you can't catch the faintest bit of wailing uh. Uh, drow you had a question i have a comment smith song would be a great uh name for imus family ah oh, beautiful ah uh, but as you're running in, there's like there is an entrance. Uh, I'm gonna take you guys to the map here in a second. Oh, um, the map. But it's this kind of narrow entrance where that sign's fallen down next to, and there's this huge tower of like trash and scrap. Uh, piles of discarded scrap metal, wood, and other garbage mark the edge of a path leading north into the scrapyard. Several bits of debris have recently collapsed into the entrance. Just uh, just west, a veritable tower of piled refuse wobbles precariously. <laughs> the path opens to the north and the east into the scrapyard or exits to the south into an alley between two buildings, or I more described it as kind of a road uh, that it's headed into that surrounds this part of the scrapyard. Um, shouts and whistles can be heard coming from the direction of the gold tank reserve from where you're headed. Um, and as you start making your way, uh, heading into the scrapyard, you can see like people with like lanterns and pistols out coming after you. They have guns. I know. Shocker. Uh, <laughs> what do you want to do? Uh, I would I'll put like you to on collapse the, map. the tower. Yeah, seriously. Once we get past, we collapse the tower. Run past the Why tower. Why I put you? Knock it over. On the map. Yes, please. Visuals. Yes, please. Map, map, map. It's the map. Time to fatten the whole sheriff's department. So, oh, this is cool. To the north of us. That, oh, that's a crane. Uh, okay. The tower's to the our left. Claw. Yes. The claw. All right, so yeah, you've come in here and you see that rickety tower. Uh, so you want to collapse and kind of block off this entrance yes. way? Yeah, maybe run past it and pop it with a crossbow bolt or something. Or I could yell at it uh, if I think ah. that would disrupt it. Okay, so 
It is sonic damage. I quickly assess it for structural balance and, you know, knock out a pole. Yes, I I throw up little hedgehogs. You throw up? Yes. <laughs> it ain't hairball. time for a hairball. <laughs> it's a hairball, but All right. half of it is scrap metal. So if you want to collapse Ow. it, what kind of things you want to do? You said sonic? Or shoot it. Uh, it's going to take more than that. Um, I was going to say I have engineering lore. You can roll engineering lore. To see oh. if I could find a weak point. And if that That's what I was trying to say. I assess it for a weak point and knock out a pole or something. And if yeah, that doesn't go work ahead. out, I have crafting. I, crafting will work as well. Go ahead and roll your engineering lore. Nice. Dang it! Oh, another Uh-oh. nat one. Uh, I give. I give up. That's a four. I give honey. this die. Give me another set of dice, Jacob. Uh, okay, so what's going to happen is you try to clamber onto this tower um, to pull what you think is going to be like a linchpin and have it all fall down, but you slip and fall and you take... Oh, oh no, tetanus. You take tetanus. <laughs> I got my shots. Three points of slashing damage. Okay. Chester will run up. Get get out of my way. Hold on. Oh, I am very hurt. Uh, make me a, uh, a crafting yeah, check, Chester. Yeah, we don't still have the bond. Yeah, no, it'd be too long for so that. I didn't roll a one. Uh, I, rolled, I have three hit points. We gotta move. Uh, that is a six on the die plus seven crafting for a 13. 13's also not gonna do it. Do I fall, though? Uh, No, you're fine. Can I make Keep a second attempt? Running. Can I make a second attempt? Wait, we should just run. We should just run now. We've taken too long. Well, I mean, have we? Is can we? See, how close are they? Can we try one more time? Uh, or they're starting time? to come out of the alley right now. Which is how far away from us? I would uh, like to disguise myself maybe, as a guard. Maybe 50 feet. With the hat of disguise. Well, I don't know. Can you change your disguise easily? One more time. I'll try and knock it down. Because I have a feeling knocking it down would help out a whole lot. Plus seven crafting cannot be that hard. That's a lot better. It's a 12 on the die for a total of 19. Uh, you can only activate the head of disguise once per day. Uh, okay. 19 total? Yeah. All right, that'll, that's good enough. And you can tell the st- tower starts to get loose, um, but you're not going to be able to knock it down in time. You need two successes. Uh, when I'll at try. that moment, uh, oh, you want to try? What do you yeah, want to roll? what is this? Is this crafting? You can do crafting uh, if you're trained uh, engineering lore or survival. Survival it is. Sure, go ahead. 12. Oh. 12, that's not going to do it. Uh, so uh, Alonzo slides down. He's all cut up. Uh, Chester Williams, uh, you make some progress on it. Uh, Psyche here is out there helping with you as well. Uh, and then you hear a voice coming from within the scrap heap and it says oh my god knock it down fuck's sake long shanks uh, and you see this tiny goblin yes. skitter yes. goblin skitter over the trash and he says run what do you do as in run or knock it he said knock it down or do we run or do we knock it down we run fucking run alright we run we run we run uh, and he I think hucks a, uh, a bomb <gasps> at he's it. an alchemist I am in love and you can see the, the the deputies are set up like a line maybe some of them have like 
taking pot shots at you. Uh, and as he hucks the bomb, just like imagine uh, everything happening, you know, frame by frame, slow motion style, the bomb lands. The fuse goes down, and then it's like one of those uh, things where the fuse goes down, it looks like it does nothing, and, and you like, then the tower falls, and there's this loud cacophony of bits of metal just raining down, and it floods the entrance. And there's no other way into the scrapyard without climbing over this mound of dangerous sharp metal. And the deputies start yelling, uh, but as it like falls and starts splaying out, uh, you see, you hear rather a loud gunshot as this bullet comes straight towards Alonzo, <gasps> like in slow motion, and then a like half of a broken safe falling down hits the bullet out of the way on the other side of the scrap heap is deputy angelique loveless with her two different colored eyes her pointy elf ears and she yells out at you it's my enemy she yells out at you as you like she says fuck i'm coming after you I always hit my target. And after I'm done with you, there won't be enough of your lead-pocked body left to identify. You literally you hear me? just missed. You'll pay for crossing Muglin. Pay in blood. You tell Muglin we said hi. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck oh, me, Lizzo. Just runs away and shouts. The <laughs> and that's where we're going to pick up next time. <laughs> she sounds mad. A little angry. She may have some slight. I love the mental image of almost getting hit by a bullet and and something falls in the way. Anger management problems. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. You can also tweet at us using the hashtag thirdgallon, and we are on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of the podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon. Our theme for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios. And you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.